Welcome to Zichu Daf Siman Member by Abram Goldar, and today Mosekas Ksubis Daf Samach Zain, the sixth pair of Kmetzias Isha. The Zichu Mosekas Ksubis program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Hachazachas Torah. So the three points we're going to focus on. Number one, it was taught in the Brisa Yasim Yosoma Shabbalik Sparnes. If an orphan boy, an orphan girl, come before the Gabbite stalker to be supported, we first provide for the orphan girl, Mifnesha Ish Darku Lachzor Al Psachim, because it's the way for a man to go around begging from door to door, but not the way for a woman. If an orphan boy and orphan girl come individually for Tzedakah to get married, we first marry off the girl. For the shame of a woman is greater than the shame of a man. It was taught in another bride, so when an orphan boy comes for Tzedakah in order to get married, we rent a house for him and give him a bed with the furnishings he needs, and afterwards we marry off a wife to him. For it says in the passage regarding helping the poor, open your hands and provide for the poor, the extent of his needs, whatever is lacking for him. The extent of his needs refers to a house. Whatever is lacking refers to a bed and a table. Lo, zo isha. For him refers to a wife. For it says in the Pasuk, as so lo, as a connecto, I will make for him a helpmate opposite him. Pointing to his taught in the Bryce, the Pasuk states regarding helping the poor. De saro, the extent of his needs. This teaches that you're commanded to support him with his basic needs, but you're not commanded to make him rich. Asher yachser lo, whatever is lacking to him. Even if he's lacking a horse to ride upon and an evet to run before him, you must provide for him. They said about Hillel Azakin that he once provided for an ani from a wealthy family a horse to ride upon and an evet to run before him. One time Hillel could not find an evet to run before him, so Hillel himself ran before him for three million. And pointing with you, the Gemara relates that Marukva secretly supported an ani in his neighborhood by putting four zuzim in the lower socket of his door when the ani wasn't there. One day, the Ani decided he wanted to find out who was providing for him, and on that same day, Marukva went with his wife to deposit the money. As they were placing the money, the Ani opened the door, and they ran away to conceal their identities. They ended up jumping into a hot oven whose coals had been removed. Marukva's feet were getting burned. When his wife told him to place his feet on hers, which were not being affected, he became dejected. To put his mind at ease, she said to him that the schus of her stock had protected her more than his, because she's generally home when they come knocking, and that the benefit of her stock is immediate in that she provides him with prepared food instead of money, which requires him first to go and buy something. When the were asked why Marzutra and his wife went to such extreme measures, Marzutra Batuvia said in the name of Rav, and some say it was others, it's better that a person should give himself over to a fiery furnace than to embarrass someone in public. This is one from Tamar, who was willing to be executed instead of embarrassing Yehuda by revealing he made her pregnant. So once again, the three points are number one. is taught in a brisa. If an orphan boy and orphan girl come before the Gabbai Tzedakah to be supported, we first provide for the orphan girl because it's the way for a man to go around begging from door to door, but not the way for a woman. If an orphan boy and orphan girl come individually for Tzedakah to get married, we first marry off the girl. For the shame of a woman is greater than the shame of a man. It was taught in another bride, so when an orphan boy comes for Tzedakah in order to get married, we rent a house for him and give him a bed with the furnishings he needs, and afterwards we marry off a wife to him. For it says in the passage regarding helping the poor, open your hands and provide for the poor, the extent of his needs, whatever is lacking for him. The extent of his needs refers to a house. Whatever is lacking refers to a bed and a table. Lo, zo isha. For him refers to a wife. For it says in the Pasuk, as a lo, as a connecto. I will make for him a helpmate opposite him. 
pointed to his taught in the Bryce of the Pasik states regarding helping the poor. De Maksaro, the extent of his needs. Atamatsubalov Lifanasovi Atamatsubalov Lashro. This teaches that you're commanded to support him with his basic needs, but you're not commanded to make him rich. Asher Yaksar Lo, whatever is lacking to him. Even if he's lacking a horse to ride upon and an evet to run before him, you must provide for him. They said about Hillel Azakin that he once provided for an ani from a wealthy family a horse to ride upon and an evet to run before him. One time Hillel could not find an evet to run before him, so Hillel himself ran before him for three million. And pointing with you, the Gemara relates that Marukva secretly supported an ani in his neighborhood by putting four zuzim in the lower socket of his door when the ani wasn't there. One day, the Ani decided he wanted to find out who was providing for him, and on that same day, Marukva went with his wife to deposit the money. As they were placing the money, the Ani opened the door, and they ran away to conceal their identities. They ended up jumping into a hot oven whose coals had been removed. Marukva's feet were getting burned. When his wife told him to place his feet on hers, which were not being affected, he became dejected. To put his mind at ease, she said to him that the schuss of her stock had protected her more than his, because she's generally home when they come knocking, and that the benefit of her stock is immediate in that she provides him with prepared food instead of money, which requires him first to go and buy something. When the were asked why Marzutra and his wife went to such extreme measures, Marzutra Bratuvia said in the name of Rav, and some say it was others, it's better that a person should give himself over to a fiery furnace than to embarrass someone in public. This is the one from Tamar who was willing to be executed instead of embarrassing Yehuda by revealing he made her pregnant. Alright, so now we go to our Simmerdav Samach Zayin, and this one was suggested to us by Richard Berry from Passaic, New Jersey, and by Shalom Fried from Woodmere, New York. They both suggested Samach Zayin is a sizzling barbecue. Barbecue. So here goes. The orphanage barbecue to raise funds to marry off orphan girls, then orphan boys. Featured horse rides for the poor with people dressed as slaves running before them. And an inspirational show about a generous couple who chose to jump into an oven instead of embarrassing someone in public. Once again, it's emotion. The orphanage barbecue barbecue. That must mean more duff. Samachazine. Sizzling barbecue. The orphanage barbecue to raise funds to marry off Orphan girls, then orphan boys, which reminds us, it was taught in Nebraska, if an orphan boy and orphan girl come before the Gabbai Stock to be supported, we first provide for the orphan girl, because it's the way for a man to go around begging from door to door, but not the way for a woman. And if an orphan boy and orphan girl come individually for Stock to get married, we first marry off the girl, for the bush of a woman is greater than the bush of a man. We also learn about what we provide for a Yasum to help him get married. So the orphanage barbecue to raise funds to marry off orphan girls, then orphan boys. Featured horse rides with the poor with people dressed as slaves running before them. Which reminds us, we learn from the Pasuk Asher Yaksar Lo, whatever is lacking to him, that even if an Ani from a wealthy family is lacking a horse to ride upon and an Evan to run before him, you must provide for him. They said about Hila Azakin that one time he couldn't find an Evan to run before the Ani, so he himself ran before him for three million. So the orphanage barbecue to raise funds to marry off orphan girls, then orphan boys, featured horse rides for the poor with people dressed as slaves running before them, and an inspirational show about a generous couple who chose to jump into an oven instead of embarrassing someone in public. Which reminds us, the Gemara relates the Misa of Marukva and his wife who ran away from an ani they were secretly supporting and how they jumped into a hot furnace to conceal their identities in order to save him from embarrassment. So once again, the orphanage barbecue to raise funds to marry off orphan girls, then orphan boys, featured horse rides for the poor with people dressed as slaves running before them, and an inspirational show about a generous couple who chose to jump into an oven instead of embarrassing someone in public. All right, so now it's time for Four Blot Back Hazara.
Dav Samach Gimel. So the similar Dav Samach Gimel is a segue. So here goes. The wife who came out to greet her husband who returned home after many years, accompanied by thousands of Talmudim, felt bad for her neighbor's wife who scooted right past her on a segue. Segue? That must mean we're on Dav Samach Gimel. The wife who came out to greet her husband who returned home after many years, accompanied by thousands of Talmudim, which reminds us, the Gemara relates the story of Rekiva and the daughter of Kavu and Savua, which ultimately resulted in Rekiva telling his 24,000 Talmudim when he returned home after 24 years, Shali v'shalachem, shalahi, all the toy that's mine and that is yours belongs to her. So the wife who came out to greet her husband who returned home after many years, accompanied by thousands of Talmidim, felt bad for her neighbor's wife, who scooted right past her on a Segway, rebelling against doing any work, which reminds us every degrees that a wife is considered a Meredith when she rebels from engaging in marital relations. They disagree if she's considered a Meredith if she doesn't want to do Malacha. Rabuna holds she's not considered a Meredith since a woman has the right to refuse getting support from her husband and not work for the husband. Whereas Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Chanino holds that a woman who rebels from doing work is also also a Moretus. So the wife who came out to greet her husband who returned home after many years, accompanied by thousands of Talmudim, felt bad for her neighbor's wife who scooted right past her on a Segway, rebelling against doing any work from the man she wanted to keep as a husband, but wanted to make suffer. Which reminds the Gemara asks, What is the case of a woman who rebels? Which Rashi explains is the woman who's pressured to return to her husband by waiting with the divorce and reducing her ksuba each week. Amemar said it's when she says, I want him as a husband, but I wish to make him suffer. This is because he insulted her or wronged her in some way. But if she says he's repulsive to me, which Rashi explains means that she doesn't want him nor her ksuba, we do not force her. Marzuta says that even if she says that he's repulsive to her, we force her. So the Simr Dav Samachdalad is a secret agent. So here goes. The secret agent, secret agent, that must be more Dav Samachdalad. The secret agent on his way to deliver a Nigeris merit written to a Yovama, which reminds us, originally when the Mitzvah Yibum took precedence over Chalitza because they had the proper Kavana, a Shemer's Yavim could receive a Nigeris merit for rebelling. But now that the Mitzvah Chalitza takes precedence before the Mitzvah Yibum, a Yavama nowadays who rebels against her Yavim is not denying him a Mitzvah, so she does not receive a Nigeris merit. So the secret agent on his way to deliver a Nigeris merit written to a Yavama discovered a chart that details a rebellious husband compensates less and not for Shabbos, which reminds us a rebellious husband does not compensate his wife for Shabbos since it looks like Schar Shabbos, and he pays half that a rebellious wife does because his suffering is greater when deprived or because his frustration is visible to others. So, the secret agent on his way to deliver a Nigeris merit, written to a Yavama, discovered a chart that details her rebellious husband compensates less, and not for Shabbos, and overheard the husband tell his friend he's not living with his wife and wants him to provide two cubbing of wheat per week for her. Which reminds us, the next mission states, Hamashas Ishto Shlish, one who provides for his wife through a third party, may not give her less than two cubbing of wheat per week, or less than four cubbing of barley. Daf Samachay. So the similar Daf Samachay relates to set sheep, and we use a shepherd. So here goes. The drunk shepherdess, shepherdess, that must be more Daf Samachay. Set sheep. The drunk shepherdess who drank four cups of wine, which reminds us, we learn from a drush from that a husband does not give his wife a stipend for wines, and a bride was brought to taught. That one cup of wine is good for a woman, too, is a disgrace. After three cups, she verbally requests marital relations from her husband. If she drinks four cups, she solicits even a donkey in the marketplace and is in particular. Rav said that he taught this bride so only with regard to a woman whose husband is not with her. So the drunk shepherdess who drank four cups of wine put on two mountain shoes that didn't match from the pairs she received with the regalim, which reminds us wives who live in mountainous areas are given three pairs of shoes each year, and they should be given to them on the regalim, so they should have simcha with them. 
So the drunk shepherdess who drank four cups of wine put on two mountain shoes that didn't match from the pair she received for the regaling and called her shepherd husband to tell him she plans to eat with him Friday night. Which reminds us the mission state that he gives her each week a silver moth for her needs and she eats with him Friday night. The Gemara asks what the meaning is of she eats with him and Rav Nachman says, Ocheles mamish, it literally means eating, whereas Rabashi says tashmish, it refers to marital relations. Daf Samach Vav, so the similar Daf Samach Vav is a tailor in sewing. So here goes. The tailor, tailor, that must mean we're in Daf Samach Vav, sewing. The tailor fitting a new suit on a man who paid for it with the two parts bojas and magam he received from his wife's injury, which reminds us, what Yudima Misera said regarding the bojas and magam payments for a wife who is injured by another, when the injury is concealed, two parts of the payment are hers and one part of the payment goes to her husband. When the injury is exposed, two parts are his and one is hers. Rush explains that a defect in the wife's appearance causes him embarrassment and also makes her repulsive in his eyes. Ravina asked Ravashi, if one humiliated a pauper from a wealthy family where the entire family suffers disgrace, would one have to pay restitution for boches to the entire family too? Ravashi answered there regarding the pauper from the wealthy family, he's not part of their bodies, but here the wife is legally considered his goof, his body. So the tailor fitting a new suit on a man who paid for it with the two parts boches and begum he received from his wife's injury told the customer to stop complaining that he had to commit to repay six denarim for the four his wife brought in. Which reminds us when a couple brings in cash with her dowry the chassan has to commit to repaying an increase of a half. But she explains that the reason for the increase is that cash is readily used for doing business and earning a profit. The Gemara explains why the Mishnah repeated this concept when she brings in a large amount or a small amount of cash. So the tailor fitting a new suit on a man who paid for it with the two parts boches and pagam he received from his wife's injury told the customer to stop complaining that he had to commit to repay six denarim for the four his wife brought in and pointed to the daughter of a former wealthy client outside collecting barley kernels among the donkeys belonging to an Arab, which reminds us of the story of Rabbi Yochum and Zakeh's encounter with the daughter of Nakdim and Ben-Gurion collecting barley kernels after her father had lost all his wealth, and Rabbi Yochum and Zakeh is weeping and saying, Ashrechem Yisrael, fortunate Yisrael, b'zman she'osim ratzon shalmakom enko uma v'lashon shalatis b'hem, when they do Hashem's ratzon, no nation or tongue can rule over them, b'zman she'osim ratzon shalmakom mostim b'yad uma shafala, but when they do not do Hashem's ratzon, he gives them over to the hands of a lowly nation, and not into the hands of the lowly nation itself, but in the hands of the animals of a lowly nation. Alright, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number 1. Which stuff did we learn that three new pairs of shoes are given to wives over the course of the year for those who live in mountainous areas and they're given at the time of the regal? That's on Duff. Good number two. Which stuff did we learn that one who provides for his wife through a third party may not give her less than two cubbing of wheat per week? That's on Duff. Good number three. Which of the one that Hillel once ran before an Ani riding on a horse? That's on Duff. Good number four. Which stuff we learn about the encounter of Yochum and Zakai with the daughter of Nakdimon ben Gurion? That's on Duff. Good number five. Which stuff we learn why the compensation from a rebellious husband is different than the compensation from a rebellious wife? That's on Duff. Good number six. Which stuff do we learn we marry off orphan girls before we marry off orphan boys? That's on Duff. Good number seven. Which stuff do we learn regarding the meaning of a wife eats with her husband Friday night? Is it referring to eating in a literal sense or Tashmish Amita? That's on Duff. Good number eight. Which stuff do we have a question whether Nigeria's merit is written for a Yabama? That's on Duff. 
Samachdod. Good number nine. Which stopped with the mice of Marukva and his wife jumping into a furnace to conceal their identities and save the Ani from embarrassment? That's on Duff. Good. Number 10. Which stuff do we have a bright set that details what happens to a woman when she drinks too much wine? That's on Dav. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Goldham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.